We drove from Oh, no, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I drove. Oh, I yeah. drove, but I'm flying back. Okay. Rental car. No, it was my in-laws live here. Oh, okay. And so Solid. I drove. We, we have one extra car, so I drove it down here uh -huh. and sold it to them. Okay. And fly back. Nice. Yeah. Solid business trip. More of a, more of a favor we're doing for them. Okay, today, okay. Uh, so this is where it'll be right here? No, this is something else. Okay. We're, we're around this corner here. So, well, I guess, yeah. I, wanna, I was going to ask you a question, but we'll ask you when we... What's up? We're gonna do twenty to thirty minutes, and we're good. Yeah, that's enough time. Was it was it in Plano last time? There was no last time. This is the first one. Yeah, this is the first time we've done this. No way. Yeah. So is this just like the Hong Kong room? This is the Hong Kong room. Let's let's see if this is open. Hopefully it is. Yeah. You might have been recorded podcasting here. We're in here for the conference tomorrow. So this is the room we'll be in. Are we going to bother you? No, not me. Um, I mean, do you guys know they have continue working or do you guys need? Um, if you want to go get dinner, that might be a good time to do it. Uh, I guess apparently it's like dinner, but it's okay. I come back and let me know what time I can come back. And... Like maybe in 30 minutes? Yeah, I come back in 30 minutes. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Is there a way for me to plug it in? Is there any? Oh, plugs? Is there any? Just to be safe? Yes. Mm, not really. And we can set it, I mean, I can be wherever. Yeah. Hey, we will deal with uh, this. Maybe we should try, we could do the lobby over there. Do you think that might work? Well, whatever. You, you, Sorry. It yeah, is nice no, no, to have you, a Yeah, you, you, tell, you tell me. Okay. Wait. You have 60%, it's only 30 minutes. Okay. We'll Let's chill do here. It. Whatever. Chill here. Okay. If, if, it, if it dies, it dies. Yeah. Okay. Do you know where, do you know where about? I don't, but I think there's, I think it's down there. There's one around here. I think mm -hmm. it's down the hall. All right, cool. I'll be back. Cool. Hey. Silence yeah. my phone. So we use. Yeah, do you have like a checklist that you usually run through that you're like, got to make sure the phone's silence, got to make sure that the Wi Fi's set up, got to make sure that the webcam's clean? It's a lot of work. <laughs> How long have you been running um, Voice First Weekly, or just podcasting in general? Two, uh, over two years, so like 26 or 27 months, something like that. Mm -hmm. It's not a ton of time. I mean, in the world of podcasting, it's like it's a lot of time. It's a lot You're of time in dog years, yeah. Um, but um, I think that's one of the reasons that we have a lot of viewers, just because Pat started it like a year ago, or like yeah. a year or two ago. A year. And so he was just doing it himself, recording his journey at Amazon and things like that. And he had a following, and then once we got the company going, um, we already had a small audience, and then it was very easy to grow it and get a lot of views, listens. So you ha have you used Anchor at all, or no? I haven't. I I've, I've become more and more of a fan of what they're doing, especially now that they're part of uh, Spotify. Yeah. So um, you liked that. Good yeah. purchase. Um, what did I just see that they, they just announced something? Um, Oh, it was uh, people can comment. You can send audio comments um, on different people's podcasts now through yeah. Anchor somehow. Um, and you can message it, yeah. 
Yeah, at some point, at some point, we'll probably switch all of our stuff over to Anchor. I mm-hmm. mean, um, the distribution is really nice. Like, I googled my, I was searching my name for music on the way here, okay. and it came. The podcast came up, and I was like, "This is very smooth." Like, anyone's just going to be. So many people use Spotify; they're just going to search, and they're going to find me, and then they're going to find my podcast and things right from my phone. It's so easy. It's super awesome. It's a popular service, and yeah. I've never heard people say bad things about it. Yeah. Well, we have a guy, Jake Klaus, in one. Of, I called him once and asked him about Anchor, and he said the biggest thing was distribution or um, owning the content. Because mm. I think it was something about spot or Anchor may own the content. I mean, yep. we can do the ads on there, but still, I don't think we actually own it when we're producing on it. That was a question that they had at first when Anchor just first rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was questions because some of the stuff in their terms and conditions wasn't written too clearly. And so a lot of people had questions about ownership and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think all of that's been resolved. They've said, yeah, you own all your stuff. We own the content. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, we ready to go? So I just want to start off by saying thanks for coming on the podcast. Sure. We have Bradley Metrock. He is the oracle of the voice industry. Uh-huh. That, that, the, that is Brian Romley's title. The super connector of the voice industry. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Voice and Hospitality Conference. Sure, yeah. So uh, the Voice of Hospitality Summit is part of what we call the Voice First Events Series. And it's a series of events going throughout the year. The information is at voicefirstevents.com, where we have a number of different events broken out by verticals. Uh, basically showcasing best practices and talking about um, pros and cons about what's going on with with voice and its intersection with different sectors. Mm -hmm. So we had the Voice of the Car Summit, that was about a month ago, Um, Voice of Hospitality, which is all about how voice interacts with and is being used now uh, with great effect with restaurants, hotels, and travel, is tomorrow right here in this room that Mm -hmm. we're in, uh, in the Renaissance Plain of Legacy West. the Voice of Healthcare Summit will be, will be once again back at Harvard Medical School in August. Uh, the day after that is the Voice of Education Summit, mm-hmm. which is at Emerson College. The Voice of Banking Summit is in the Financial District in New York City. City. That's in October. Yeah. Uh, Digital Book World has a voice component to it. That's a long-standing publishing show. Um, and then the Voice Tech Mega Event, yeah. what we call Project Voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in January. So how did you get started with Voice First FM? Um, you know, we had piloted, uh, whenever we start a new event, um, and this has been my way of doing things for a while, much longer than any of this, um, when I want to have an event uh, that I think might be recurring, you know, we pilot it Mm -hmm. just to see, um, you know, do we have the right topics, topics, yeah, yeah, the right people, um, the right everything. Whatever, and see what people like, iterative game, you know, you you just beta test. Exactly. And then you keep going. Sure. And, and people appreciate it. Yeah, well, I hope so. You know, we, we piloted the Alexa conference um, a couple of years ago, and um, I was able to learn a lot from that, that, um, you know, people are using this technology already in sort of mind-blowing ways. Mm-hmm. And um, it was from there that uh, I, a little bit after that, that I was uh, able to have this sort of chance encounter with Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I asked him point blank, is it too late to start a podcast? Because I was kicking around the idea of starting a podcast at that point, not a podcast mm-hmm. network, a podcast. And I said, is it too late? Doesn't everybody have a podcast already? 
you know, did I miss the boat? Should I just wait and try to catch the next ship out, you know, with whatever the next technology wave is? He's like, no, no, stop and stop saying that. No, you haven't missed anything. Go start. Mm -hmm. That was his words, you know, pretty close to verbatim. And so, you know, that meeting was in Chattanooga. I drove back to Nashville that afternoon and, you know, not only started a podcast, but started what became Voice First FM. And so how did you meet him in Chattanooga? So most people don't know that VaynerMedia has an office in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. So they have offices in New York City and they have offices in all sorts of places around the globe. And also they have one in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So he was there. um, A friend of a friend, uh, you know, a good friend of mine that I grew up with. Um, is very good friends with Gary. Uh-huh. And so I was able to meet him through that. That's connection. very cool. I was going to ask how you had the credibility to ask him a question and get a response like that. Oh, I didn't have any credibility. Yeah. I just, he had, it was open Q&A in the session. That we okay, yeah. okay, very cool. Because yeah. I've seen pictures of him and Tim Ferriss and all the other podcast powerhouses in a hotel room uh, jamming on a podcast or just like chilling at South by Southwest. And so to have a conversation with people like that is very... Well, it was it was great, and it, it and that's why I refer to Gary Vaynerchuk as the Godfather of Voice First FM. Yeah. And I've told him that. And when I uh, the mm-hmm. time I had a, a chance to tell him that was when I had him on the Voice First Roundtable, which is one of our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went over to Chattanooga again when I knew he would be there, and uh, was able to have him on the show. And and um, yeah, just as down to earth as a dude can be, you know, who has uh, eight nine figures. <laughs> Sorry, Pat's dad's calling. (laughs) So what has this Voice First FM shown you? What have, like, you were a professional before this. You've only been doing this for a couple years. But what have you learned along the way that has kind of you put in your pocket and helped you blossom as a uh, professional in general? Um, A lot of things. So I guess where where I would start is... um, The realization that voice technology, what we refer to as voice first technology, what many people do, um, is not any sort of fad. Um, What it it is is a permanent inflection point of technology and its intersection with our society. And um, and just, you know, what Brian Romney, the true oracle of voice, um, told me, yeah, um, in the first episode of the Voice First Roundtable that we did, and then later on this week in Voice, which she was on, you know, when we're born, all we have is our mother's voice. And then over time, we develop an inner voice. And so it stands to reason that as technology um, evolves, and as hum- humanity evolves, the technology will arc toward being voice first. And uh, as opposed to mobile first or keyboard and mouse or any number of other interfaces. And, you know, when I heard that, um, it's just, that's just obvious wisdom. And so um, from there, I think one of the things that Voice First FM has given me specifically, as well as the events we do, is the opportunity to see all of these interesting people doing all of these interesting things already mm-hmm. you know forget people who are just now starting hey that's fantastic out of the and you're still ahead of the game but all of this stuff that was going on already that just was under the radar 
mm-hmm. until really Alexa came came along and all of that marketing and then Google Assistant and mm-hmm. um, just um, people that tons come of out of the woodwork and you meet here. Yeah, just tons of innovation going on. Stuff like um, you know, at the very first Alexa conference we ever did. Um, you know, number one, Harper Collins was there, mm-hmm. who had, which was basically the first flash briefing. Although they didn't mm-hmm. call it that, no one called it that at that point. But they were experimenting using Alexa, which was brand new at that point in time, to create a seven-minute audio show that would start your day, and it would tell you um, some basic information to start your day with, and then at the back half of it would be an excerpt from one of their new books. Mm-hmm. And this is HarperCollins Christian that was specifically doing mm-hmm. this. And, um, you know, stuff like that, nobody knew they were doing that, except, you know, the, the growing audience, which that was still had. small by uh, yeah. comparison, that they had managed and to And it's emulate. just like probably every year new things come up, and you're just like, I didn't even, like, this exists, and it's just like yeah. coming out of the woodwork, people coming to you. It's a great, it's a great place for people to become super connectors themselves like you're providing this field for us to play on and we really appreciate it sure i mean it's um it's one thing for amazon to have rolled out alexa it's another thing entirely for amazon to roll out alexa and so many people flocking to it doing interesting things that actually add value beyond just a basic gimmick Mm -hmm. Um, another thing at the the original alexa conference which was about the size of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Voice of Hospitality Summit, there'll be 50, 60 people here tomorrow. Yeah. It's about the size of the original election. Honestly, conference. though, it's, it's actually pretty great when it's that small because you can have longer conversations and people aren't pressed in. Sure. To go. There's, there's fun, yeah. fun things about smaller things. Not everything has to be huge <laughs> that we do in life, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, Ingram Barge was, uh, was a company owned by Ingram, which is a big Nashville company. It was later sold to the Chinese. But what Ingram Barge did is when you're captaining a barge, you one of the known problems of being a captain of a barge is that you have so many screens in front of you mm-hmm. that at night it, it can easily obscure your vision yeah. um, because you're having to watch all of these screens for real-time information and yet keep your gaze out on the horizon yeah. too. So what Ingram Barge had begun to do at that point in time and spoke about at the first Alexa conference was using voice to remove or mitigate, lessen the need for all of those screens Mm -hmm. and be able to receive some information. uh, Like maybe if your pressure's getting too high or whatever, whatnot, it'll alert you? Any number of things. Do you know the interface was or? It was just audio. It was just... uh, Audio updates about the status yeah, of the data uh, related yeah. to whatever the inputs are that mm-hmm. they need to captain by, and so um, that w- that enabled them to remove a lot of the screens that cluttered up the captain's um, room, and so um, just stuff like that. And that was two, two and a half, three years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just been this sort of hockey stick curve of innovation that's built on you know uh, what Amazon and Google and Apple. Um, and some of these others have done, which itself sits on top of all of the speech recognition and NLP and NLU work that's been done for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, we've learned a lot through the podcast um, just by being able to talk to cool people and things like that. And you get to talk to a lot of people on your podcast. What do you, you have a very good view of the voice ecosystem. You have them on your podcast, and so all of your viewers, if you've seen, if you've listened to all of them, you know. But you have the conversations outside of the podcast and things like that, and people come to you for information. 
Um, my question is, what do you think that the industry needs now to get some serious adoption in non-music, non-timer, non, you know, all these things that Brett Kinsella is telling us? Like, how do we get business cases, business use cases and things like that? You're going to start, you, some of it's going on already at, at that under the radar level. Um, really, all it's going to take is um, uh, just a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. Because what's happened is that, like, Alexa, has, you know, Amazon trolled out Alexa and hospitality, which is a business unit, mm -hmm. that has a different version of hospitality than this a little bit. It's more of a broader business-oriented um, team that yeah. they've put together. Mm -hmm. um, and Google, um, I just got off a call with Google Assistant, you know, about mm -hmm. Project Voice. Um, you know, they... Um, they're very cognizant of finding real-world use cases too. Yeah, um, everyone's on the hunt for that. That's why you know the article I wrote for Harvard Business Review focused really on real-world use cases, mm -hmm. not um, hey, we can get this thing to do this. Yeah. So how about that? Yeah. You know, but um, you know, real-world things that can be repeated. Mm -hmm day after day and add value to your life mm -hmm. or add value to the workplace mm -hmm. or add value to the yeah. emergency Save room people or time. whatever. Just get people off screens. That's what, that's the goal. Sure. And, um, and the other thing that's going to help that is seeing what you're going to see a lot more of over the next 12 to 18 months, which is multimodal implementations. And that's, um, you know, that's going to help business a lot because business is a, is a, it's a visual experience. You know, we're used to data expressed mm -hmm. in charts and graphs. Mm -hmm. um, and we're used to PowerPoint presentations. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not so used to just oral tradition mm -hmm. of, yeah, exactly. you know, um, yeah. somebody, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's something great about that, but most people are gonna have a slide deck for their, for their session, you yeah. know? And so, um, visuals are important, and we've only begun to scratch the surface on how the voice ecosystem that has built up until now reconciles with how business is done mm -hmm. in the office um, and on a sales call, Virginia, or, uh, all those different things. Yeah. We just came from Newtone Cleaners in Waco, and it was interesting to see this facility that's probably existed for 60 years, and inside of it, they have these metal progetti, I think that's how you say it, um, it's dry cleaning massive uh machine that like organizes it and then cuts ha uh, the, the plastic and puts it on hangers and everything out the door and in this old building you have this brand new like hundred thousand dollar machine with these eighty eighty five thousand dollar washer and dryers and so it's and then they're now talking about bringing voice in to connect to their software and it's cool to interface with these old school businesses that actually we can save people a lot of time with a nice voice user interface instead of having to do things on a phone that's a lot more I love what y'all are doing yeah I'm a huge fan and thanks um, for having us yeah it's a no-brainer <laughs> uh, because I think um, whenever you see an emerging technology that you feel like has got a chance to stick around it's not it's not a fad it's not you know well are we gonna go back to the way things used to be or not um, the you know the the sooner you can get into figuring out how to serve specific niches mm -hmm. 
And add true value. Add real value. Um, that's what people say. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? I just, I, I, it's I, just like you can't really get... I'm excited, listen, talking to you, I'm, I'm excited again about voice being a wave of technology because I think the last thing was smartphones and we have automated cars, but I mean, it's not really practical right now. And so seeing this, I'm now getting more excited. Seeing like today we saw, saw the guys getting excited about voice and like they are taking us seriously. They called someone that was like, oh yeah, they have a voice app. And then they called and it was like, we built their voice app. And so it's just like everyone is seeing all the advertisements and everyone use voice and it's becoming real. And so when you hear about companies like Apple and so-and-so being at the computer conferences and revealing their products, it's like that's, what hap- that's what's going to happen at the Bradley Medtrock and Voice First FM conferences. You know, <clears throat> um, so much of what you're doing with these dry cleaners um, with dry cleaners, you're talking about businesses that have been run the same way for 25 years, probably, at least. At least. Um, you're talking about, in many cases, um, people who run them. Why does someone open the dry cleaners? Okay? They do it because they're really risk-averse. Mm-hmm. It's I a mean, good investment. Yeah, they're really risk averse, <laughs> but not really because you opened your own business. So yes. you're not really risk averse, yes. but you think that you're risk averse and you think that you have to be you know, super conservative in how you approach technology. And, um, and yet, you know, being the first to that market, and especially if you're able to plant the flag with, you know, with a website mm-hmm. and you've got terminology on there and Google's tracking you and SE, you know, and, and SEO wise, all that momentum is, is documented. Hey, mm-hmm. y'all were here first. Um, shoot people right now in voice. I think that's one of the things that doesn't really get talked about that much is you've got a number of companies in the space who, um, they've pivoted, mm-hmm. they've done different things. They they're serving healthcare today and they're serving automotive tomorrow or they're serving banking today and then publishing tomorrow. Um, you know, there's a lot of people trying to figure out who their, their customers are mm-hmm. and because they, they're afraid of limiting themselves in a new marketplace mm-hmm. and hurting themselves by thinking that they ought to be in one kiddie pool when they ought to be in another. Mm-hmm. Stop. You know, what y'all are doing is, is so good because you haven't been afraid of carving out your sandbox. Territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and... Um, I mean, how much money do you need? You serve every, dry cleaners, mm-hmm. and you establish that you can do that repetitively. Mm-hmm. You can do it cost effectively. You can provide service, and you're the first. You you've been doing this long before anybody, any Johnny Come Lately's been thinking about it. How many dry cleaners are there are? Hundreds there's, of thousands. It's, probably. it's insane. There's a dry cleaner everywhere. Yeah, I see them all the time. It's like they're following us. Yeah. So shoot, keep doing what you're doing. I mm-hmm. I, I love it, and I'm looking Thank forward you. to hearing your talk tomorrow. I'm really curious of the data that you've been collecting because you have been one of the first people to set up voice conferences and to gather all of the experts in voice to a single space around a single goal. And then see how that then ripples out to the rest of society. Like sure. we have Alexa Healthcare. Alexa is now HIPAA compliant. Which was was there any sort of weight in everybody in voice and healthcare coming there? You had Alexa conference, and now you're expanding to more. 
how I'm curious how the data has kind of been informing you on like the development of voice and how you keep expanding this voice voice first series. It's a good question. It's a good question. So um, yeah, we we see what's going on, and um, you know I, I pay a lot of I spend a lot of my time paying attention to folks like what y'all are doing and folks, you know, what people are doing in every sector. And, um, we do it through the podcasts that forces the issue. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing a regular podcast, um, and you're consistent with it, then if it's an interview show, you need guests. Yeah. Who's your, who's your guest going to be? Well, Mark who's Cuban. doing something interesting? Mm -hmm. Mark Cuban, right. <laughs> um, you know, or Tim O'Reilly or Gary Vaynerchuk yep. or the two of you, mm -hmm. you know, I heard that we just, yeah, <laughs> we, we'll do it. And so, um, we, who's it going to be? You got to keep up with who's doing interesting things. Mm -hmm. And then the conferences just blows that, you know, yeah. you know totally out and of the water. And it gives you more people. Um, so you do start to pick up on trends and you do start to pick up on, um, market movements, um, you know, as they're happening, even if they're not really being articulated. Mm -hmm. So what's one of the new conferences that this will be the first year for it? Are you kind of like, this is underhyped. Most people don't know about it. Yeah. This one's something you should look out for. I got a good one for you. The voice of banking. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, the voice of banking summit will be, uh, Tuesday, October the 29th in New York city. And, um, really interesting stuff going on mm. there uh, that most people just are totally yeah. oblivious to. Mm -hmm. um, you've got... Very old school. Of, uh, in many cases, yes. And so you've got... Um, one of our major sponsors uh, is called uh, Best Innovation Group. Mm -hmm. Most people have no clue who these people are. What they've done, they've, they've built a very... Uh, creative, I mean, you could say a brilliant company with what they put together. Mm -hmm. They're like you. They created a voice solution for a specific niche. And instead of dry cleaners, their niche was credit unions. Mm -hmm. So they've gone out and gotten way more credit unions than you think even would be interested yeah. in this to use their platform to build, um, voice experiences for. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's fascinating to see what they've done. You, when you hear the word credit union. Yeah, you don't think innovation. No, you, you think, think, you know, that's where my, my that's grandfather. Where grandma, that's where grandma hides her money and gets $2 bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like one step up from the mattress. Yeah, um, <laughs> they you say know, $2 bills for and, it. Uh, you know, and, and they're aware of the stereotypes, which is why they've, which is why they're having the success they're having getting them as customers. Yeah, um, that's and, a great um, use case. Yeah, and also, as we know, People, as, as they get older, um, there's some sort of natural gravitation to this voice technology. Mm -hmm. And so these old people using credit unions, I mean, they're going to listen to this and think this is horrible. I mean, you know, plenty of young people use credit yes, unions. Yes, exactly. Too. We love credit wrong. unions. Credit uh, unions are hip. Yeah. They're cool. <laughs> um, but uh, there's this synergy there, and they've tapped yeah. into it. And, um, uh, and that's just one drop mm -hmm. in the bucket of things that will be covered. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got, re you know, retail banking of which credit unions are part of it. You've got investment banking, you've got risk management, you've got all sorts of things that voice like everything else, uh, is touching and will continue to touch. So, um, you, you want to talk about one that's part of the voice first event series. It's worth, 
you know, sort of keeping an eye on and really under the radar because no one, even people in the space have no clue what's going mm -hmm. on. That's a good example. Mm -hmm. Good, and it's always good to visit New York City. It and is. You're, you have that data on the range of industries, but you were just kind of talking about it with the older population. There's also, we recently found that Dublin, Ohio has aging in place where they are giving everybody in the community an Alexa device hmm. to try to encourage more independent living in the community. They don't, wanna, they don't want the elder population to leave. Sure. So giving them Alexa devices allows them to live more independently in their own house. We just built a new skill and then we gave it to little 11, 12 year old kids. They had never seen an Alexa device before and they were sitting there, bam, bam, bam. It was like We some had never seen a tester have so much excitement. Like we and are usually excitement. testing with people and they get a little cringy when they hit a barrier but these kids they pick it up and they're like alexa this this they're skipping steps sure it's it's they very barrier, fun and then they're like okay there's a challenge it's like mario then they're like well okay he did, she didn't play the song i wanted that time so let me try it again and again and again and yeah he's just sitting just there on this little tricycle going back and forth going at alexa and it's like is is voice for our generation what phones were for my parents generation did like did we miss the boat or is i don't know have, have I'm kind of digging too far, but what did you think of like an age distribution? Have you seen any sort of trends in, in terms of that in voice adoption? Uh, there's a lot of trends going on as you sort of look at the, the, the bell curve um, of, of age. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I found interesting that I only learned about somewhat recently is, you know, just like voice serves aging in place um, communities, and really, you know, at, at the Alexa conference, uh, having Front Porch out there, it's really pioneered with that um, out in California. There's another group of people that are, that exhibit a lot of the same characteristics and correspondingly respond super well to voice, mm -hmm. and that's college freshmen. Mm -hmm. So college freshmen, um, I didn't, I didn't, don't remember experiencing this, but uh, percentage-wise, College freshmen suffer depression more than almost any other group that exists, mm -hmm. uh, maybe outside of senior citizens. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, other than people, you know, uh, irrespective of disease or, yeah. you know, any sort of externality, just mm -hmm. their age, mm -hmm. um, just get super depressed, isolated, lonely. And so there's been some experiments already that have shown great results and you put Echo Dots or Google Home Minis or whatever into all the dorm rooms or even in cases where they didn't do that and they put them in just common spaces mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, dropouts have decreased, class attendance has risen, um, a number of ways of tracking overall participation and engagement mm -hmm. have gone up. Mm -hmm. And um, as well as grades, you know, have gone up, and so um, everything's gone up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's had a remarkable effect. Yeah, similar to what senior citizens see. You know, yeah. senior citizens just sitting there, just yeah. dying in bed, and you put you know the, the echo dot there, and um, all of a sudden they've got new purpose. Audio books, uh, yeah, or two uh, radio recordings, a lot of things around there. Sure, and and so many of these people is just you know we're we're lonely. Yeah. You know, people need someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for, for senior citizens and for college freshmen, a lot of times these people are, um, you know, they're, they're, 
they're you know, isolated, but that's not really the term I'm looking for. It's you know uh, they're just they, siloed because they have so much work to do, and it's very like yeah. they have to get a routine. They have a lot of responsibility that they don't, and they don't talk to people. Sure, about. and and you're maybe not talking to family members uh, maybe yeah. once every four or five months. Yeah. So um, uh, these are profound impacts, mm-hmm. um, and um, uh, and all we're going to do is see more of it. Yeah. Um, as more populations get access to it, and we learn more about how they engage. So one more question to wrap it up. What do you see for the future of Voice First FM? Are you using all this information you're gathering just to stimulate the network or are you maybe investing in some companies? So I haven't invested in any companies. I sort of view that as a conflict of interest. Okay, Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm not invested in Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Mm -hmm. Samsung, or Apple. Um, You know, I... no need. Yeah, I'd just I'd just rather be independent. Uh-huh. Um, and so, um, uh, you know, there will be opportunities. You know, I've had uh, companies from time to time approach about different things. Yeah. And and you know, there's no cash, take an equity position or whatever. Like yeah. I'm not averse to that, but yeah, um, it's not something I actively seek. Yeah. Um, you know, I just try to be as helpful as I can be. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, doing your thing. Yeah, doing Standing doing this thing and. With, as far as Voice First FM is concerned, um, the next shoe to drop for that is what we're already piloting, and that's Voice First TV. Mm-hmm. And so Voice First TV we're, is going to be a 24-hour uh, network where there's um, many different channels mm-hmm. broken out by vertical or in different ways yeah. of, of TV video content yeah. about voice And you can and even AI. crowdsource that. Like, say, so-and-so is doing a live podcast, well, have them tune in at, sure. you know... 4 a.m. Yeah, and there's something that intrigues me, uh, you know, um, I don't know if it's my age or if it's just a weird or or what, but, you know, we live in an on-demand era where everything is available to us at the the touch of a button, you know, right when we desire. There's something interesting about content that is not that way all the time yeah you know like the way that tv used to be and you turn on tv now and you see a show and hey it's halfway through total recall and yeah. I'll, i've seen the movie 20 different times and i'll just sit here and watch it right now yeah uh and i'm not going to go back i'm just going to start it from where yeah. it just happened to be yeah just be and entertained. um there's something um relinquishing choice there's something Somewhat. magical about relinquishing choice and, re- mm-hmm. and, and reducing. I love I love surfing the radio waves. Yeah, it's, radio's the same you know? same way. And yeah. so um, with Voice First TV, a lot of it will be on demand um, if you want to access it that way. But uh, it will be sort of the, the interface of it all will be as if you were turning on a television yes. and being able to navigate channels in real time. Yeah, live. That's yeah. very cool. I like it. Yeah. You're going to put the shows on there only live or uh, just like scheduled? There will be a mix of both. Okay. There will be some live programming. Yeah. There's some stuff coming out of our conferences um, okay. that will tie into Good. it. And then stuff that was obviously just recorded. Maybe we can beam you guys down into Hack Night and get on. We have Hack Nights at off of OSU's campus. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm strategically placing my living quarters close walkable distance to Ohio State University because that's where we, fought, we formed out of Hack Night. Um, I was hosting, Pat was sponsoring, and then another one of our engineers was engineering at the Hack Night. There you go. We all came together and we continued to work together and just surrounded with surrounded ourselves with each other as much as possible. And then 
here we are, you know. But we wouldn't have been anywhere if Pat didn't first work at Amazon and then found the company in about July. So keep doing what y'all are doing. Like I said, I'm a fan. I don't tell every company that uh, if, if, if that you. weren't obvious. Thank but yeah, I mean yeah. that um, uh, you got to have some stick to itiveness yeah. in a situation like this because the the landscape is going to constantly change. Uh, and we're seeing that a little bit now. You want to talk about a trend I'm seeing that maybe hasn't hit everyone's radar is what Samsung is doing to the market. So, um, you know, you got to pay close attention to what Samsung's doing with Bixby. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can, you know, get yourself to one of those developer sessions, but at a minimum sign up on their site mm-hmm. um, because what has been Amazon and Google and Google and Amazon is now Amazon, Google, and Samsung. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you're good. That's you're, exciting. Yeah, your your uh, your proprietors of your dry cleaners will come yeah. knocking on your yes. door saying, "The hell are you doing? Yes. Not putting us on Bixby?" Yeah. Well, I've heard I've heard rumors that Jovo, the framework that we build on top of, they're going to release that soon. But I cannot confirm or deny that. Okay. Um, we love you, Jovo. <laughs> um, so hopefully that, that will company. be exciting. Yeah, because they the power of that is just us building on top of that like they'll build it out and everything is the same we take our language model and they just convert it to everything and it's just it's just awesome so where can the listeners uh check you out on the internet so uh my email address is bradley at scorepublishing.us for anyone who wants to reach out not.com that will go presumably maybe to someone else um (laughs) bradley at scorepublishing.us i welcome uh comments, feedback, questions, um, engagement from anyone listening. Uh, I, I'm honored to be on y'all's show. I appreciate Thank y'all taking you. the we time. Thank you. appreciate and, it. Um, hit up voicefirstevents.com. Come, uh, come see us at, uh, somewhere we're at around the yeah. country. Boston, New York. Yep. Bay Area. Yes. Dallas, Nashville. Yes. More soon, more soon to be coming. Soon uh, to come. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Maybe we got to get something going on there. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Communicate appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you, gentlemen.